TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We'll get to some baseball this hour, including how, for a brief second, it looked like Juan Soto was going to turn into Aaron Rodgers on Sunday afternoon. And some notes from Yankee and Met Camp as the show rolls on. But let's play a brand new game. It's called Is This Collusion? Is This Collusion? Sean read the tweet earlier from Adam Schefter that the Giants and Saquon are going to start talking. They're going to explore a long-term contract and that the Giants are very unlikely to tag him for a second straight year. Uh, The franchise tag is $12.1 million for Saquon Barkley. He follows that information with this. And as a running back, you tell me, Tiki, if this is collusion or not. The Cowboys are also not expected to tag free agent to be running back Tony Pollard for that same $12.1 million, according to sources. The Titans won't tag standout veteran free agent to be running back Derrick Henry. And the Chargers are also expected to let free agent to be running back Austin Eckler explore free agency, according to league sources, setting up what will be one of the deepest free agent classes of running back in the history of the NFL. Hmm. Josh Jacobs as well will not be tagged. Right. He, so they will try to work out a deal with him. His franchise tag is a little bit higher at 14 million. Second year in a row it's 40 140% of the previous or 120% of the previous year's tag. He had a, a different restructure than Barkley did when they gave him those unlikely to be received incentives because they needed to make the playoffs and they did not. There's also DeAndre Swift, yeah. AJ Dillon, Devin yeah. Singletary, Zach yeah. Moss. Joe Dust Mixon Edwards, could be cut. You right? never know. Zika Elliott, Clyde Edward Hilaire. It's almost like the NFL collectively has said, I'm not saying collusion, but collectively said, there are a bunch of running backs in college. Let's just let all these other guys just float. Well, and also it'll bring the market down. It's supply yes. and demand. If you've got all these really good running backs out there. And no demand. That would just flood the marketplace. It brings the number down. It does. So it kind of does feel like collusion, especially Adam Schefter, who basically works for the league. I mean, that was revealed and, and, with that email exchange point, he had with that Washington right. executive. But the point is that he did this all at the same time. That's what I'm saying. Adam Schefter is working for the NFL and saying, all right, here are all the running backs that will be out there. None of them will be tagged. And they're just trying to bring the prices down on running backs. I think that is collusion, by the way. I, I mean, it's not because you'd have to have proof that they got together and said, we're not paying running backs. You don't think that's happened? Or I'm, is it a wink-wink? I'm, like, sure, wink. I'm sure they've like <laughs> talked about it in person, but it's never going to be found on an email train, on an email chain or a text message chain. It's just got to... Yeah. You just, never know. It's just, <laughs> I, true. True. It's true. But I, I don't know. It doesn't... I guess if the Giants can get Saquon for cheaper, 
Oh, they're bringing him back. Then they'll the, bring him back. The, the one thing I'm convinced about, because I was always, first of all, I think the Giants should bring him back, especially after they decided not to trade him at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And whether Daniel Jones is the quarterback, Justin Fields, or some young kid you draft, their life is easier when Saquon Barkley's on the field. But with That's the salary true. cap number going up, and the fact that this marketplace is flooded with free agents, even if the Houston Texans say, boy, we really want Saquon Barkley, they'll have a cheaper option that's almost as good also available. Yes. Because there's so many running backs in the open market. So, A, personally, it feels like collusion. It smells like collusion. Then, B, if you're a Giant fan, I think ultimately it's good news for you because I think it makes it likelier that you find a place with Saquon Barkley in which he accepts your offer. No, I think you're right about that because he's going to look at this market and say, all it's going to take is four or five guys signing and filling voids and other spots. Right? It, let's, so, so, for instance, uh, let's, Devin Singletary signs with the Baltimore Ravens, and then A.J. Dillon signs with the Houston Texans. And the spots that Saquon could usually leverage against the Giants start disappearing. He's got to sign the deal. Yeah. I cannot stop tugging my beard. I'm at the point now where there's like a handle to my beard because it grows so long. And now I grab it. Like I just I grab it like a handle and I just pull it down. And that's my new kind of thing that I do with my hands. Nice. Yeah. I can't stop. Now, tomorrow, coming up at 430, you guys have a big decision to make, Sean, Lugie, and Tiki, because a proposal was made on how I can get out of this beard bet that you guys would need to approve. I've already signed off on it. I even put a poll out there on social media to see if people are okay with it. It was an idea that Lugie came up with in which if I color my beard every single day for about three weeks and then I cap it all off by shaving half of my beard off Mm -hmm. and going to Mets opening day, that that would be paying off my debt, which would allow me to cut my beard off. And tomorrow at 4.30, Tiki, Sean, Lugie, they'll have to be universal on it. If they all agree that that is worth the trade-off, then I can do it. And I can get out of this beard bet. But this morning on social media, I wanted to see if the people also approve it. Okay. So I tweeted out, is coloring my beard every day a different color for three weeks straight, and then going to Mets opening day with half my beard shaven and half of it grown out, a fair deal in order to shave my disgusting beard? And I was stunned by the results because I genuinely thought people just want my beard to grow forever. And so that no matter what I put out there, it would be 80, 20, 90, 10. No, you have to grow your beard. Like I could say I'm going to do a whole show naked for six weeks straight. (laughs) I got to run around New York City and I got to shave all my body hair off. And they'd still say, grow your beard. (laughs) Yeah, grow your beard. So I was surprised that it is a tight, tight election. This is 2000 all over again. Mm. 51% say no, not good enough. Wow. 49% say yes, fair deal. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that I, you got balance out of that question. I know. I love it. I Can I defend you for a second? Go ahead. Uh, I took part in this poll. I will not reveal what I voted in the poll because <laughs> it's for me, Tiki, and Lugar to discuss. But I saw quite a few people angrily saying you cannot weasel out of this. And I think something has been lost in translation here. The beard, everybody was a deal I proposed that we agreed me, Tiki, and Tommy would all agree when it's time he can get rid of it and yes. how he gets and rid that, of it. Because that's different than the the Pete hair. Alonzo signing his contract. Right. The Pete Alonzo getting an extension or signing a contract, as it seems like it's going to be at the end of the season, 
is all about his hair. Right. Yes. The beard was just the timing of the contract because he showed up to a Rangers game. Right. So the beard is secondary to the hair, to which the hair. is tied to Pete Alonzo's contract. So if we and do By the way, your hair looks good. Now Thank that, you. Now that you're taking care of it. It does. <laughs> yes. I'm gelling it up every exactly. day. Exactly. If this is a proposal we agreed to, and we'll find out tomorrow, this is not Evan wiggling out of this. No. This would be exactly what the bet was us finding an agreement on when it was time and to And also, also, weaseling out of it would be what Jerry Recco has suggested. Mm. Jerry has openly said Evan should just shave and show up to work. Like, mm. he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, because what are we going to do? If what you shave, you, what right. are we going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? I'm not going to do that because that would be weaseling out. Weaseling out would be me just saying I'm not doing it anymore. I wanted to make a fair deal. And I'm sorry to the 51% that said no, not enough. Coloring my beard a different color. Every single day for three weeks while these, uh, you know, whatever I was going to call you. I was going to call you, I don't even know, but, but something. These guys decide the color. And then I show up to opening day with 40,000 people at City Field like a freak with half my beard shaven and half of it hairy like I'm a monster. That's weaseling out? No, that's not Like weaseling. on what planet is that weaseling out? I don't think that's weaseling out. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That, that, that's paying your due. That is paying my due more so than I should have to, if we're being honest. For the non-important part of the bet. Yes. Even though it's the cooler part of the bet. The cool, right, because my hair growing is less, uh, it's like, yeah. whatever. Because yeah, your hair doesn't grow. It, it doesn't <laughs> grow that much. But I appreciate people voting, and I appreciate that it's basically 50-50, because everything in this world usually comes with, like, slam door right. in your face. Well, and this is like a split, heated debate, and I appreciate it. Now I feel like we were hoodwinked on the hair. Because he knew his hair wasn't going to grow. And he's like, I'm not cutting my hair until Pete Alonzo signs it. You think I had any idea? And he's just like, yeah, my hair's not going to grow. <laughs> but like half an inch over a year. He's, he's got like a 1997 Michael Bolton thing going on. It's <laughs> going in the back, but up top, yeah. it's lonely. It's just, it's just hanging. Nothing.
It's, yeah. it's strange. My hair is very long in the back, and now it flips up. Yeah. But you're right. Like, the top of my head is not that hairy. Right. And meanwhile, I'm gelling it up now, and I'm trying to have some style. I'm trying to look good. I like it. Thank you very much. You look good. It looks good with the beard. He looks like a redheaded Triple H now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's go to Dan in New Jersey. Good afternoon, Dan. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Dan? What's up? Uh, someone needs to explain to me how Daniel Jones... This conversation is still going on, going into year six. I understand you paid and you're stuck with it, and I was someone who thought they should have paid him. But you are on the verge of giving Daniel Jones the same amount of quarterbacks that Eli Manning got over the course of, like, 15 years and two Super Bowls. It's insanity going into year six that you're still discussing whether or not this guy can do it or not. He cannot stay healthy. Plain and simple, you got to move on, go to the future. And getting a guy who's going through his fourth system in four years in Justin Fields is not the way to do it. So, well, what's, what's the so, way to so do what's it? What's your solution? Well, just draft a guy and hope that guy's the answer. You got to draft a guy. You got to draft a guy. You got to trust Abel. He develops quarterbacks from the get-go. He did it with uh, up in Buffalo with Josh Allen. Yeah. There's no reason to think he can't do it with somebody else. I'm Justin not saying Fields, while he may have been at some point willing to do it. Four systems in four years is not going to cut it. By the way, Dan, I, I'm not against the idea of the Giants drafting a quarterback. But there is something appealing about bringing in a guy who's only 25 years old who, yeah, you talk about all the systems he's been in as, mm-hmm. what, that's a penalization of him? Well, no, That just, means he can't succeed with Brian Dable? No, Brian Dable means, got the most out of Daniel Jones. He had a million systems in his career. It's just going to be hard to master it. And, and what you're going to need in order to sign him is mastery. And you're just not going to get it. Right? So it's just... I. It's just a risk. It's a big, humongous so risk. So is drafting a quarterback. Yeah, I know. But really, the most important thing is securing this offensive line. Just looking at Daniel Jones' sack, sack percentage. Forget the number of sacks, because it was 30. and only played in six games. But his sack percentage is almost 16. 16%. Yeah, but how is that arguing? Like, again, they need to improve their say, offensive line. Saying, they could use the sixth overall pick on offensive line help I, I don't while think... using a third-round pick to trade for Justin Fields as opposed to drafting a quarterback in the first round and then using a later pick for offensive line help. Yeah. So if your argument to me is the offensive line is more important, fine. You're still better off doing it by making a deal for Justin Fields. I don't, what I, am I missing? I mean, maybe because he's less beat up, and he's, but he hasn't been extraordinarily healthy. Over his first three seasons. Now, part of that's because last year he ran a lot. I think he had a 1,300 yards rushing. Or whatever style it was. of play, sure. His style of play is different, but he missed a lot of games this year. And uh, who was the kid's name? I forget the kid's name. Uh, Caleb Bagent. Yeah, Bagent. Bagent. Bagent was was ended up starting. And for a minute, people are like, "Oh yeah, this kid's better than Justin Fields." And I was like, "No, he's not." Right. So, but he's missed a lot of time, which has opened a lot of Tyson uh, Bagent. Tyson Bagent. Thank you. Which sure. has opened a lot of doors for scrutiny on his health. Despite him only being in the league for so, three you don't want to trade for Justin Fields now because he gets hurt too much. I, I just don't think it. No, it's not even that. It's just it's it's that and a whole bunch of other things. It's not the ideal f- veteran. I want to say free agent, but not. But the v- ideal veteran to bring into this situation. One because of his contract, which is minor. But two, I'm just not sold on him yet. Yeah, but any veteran you bring in is not your long term answer. Like if the Giants elect to add to the quarterback room by saying, "All right, let's go get a veteran." That guy's Terod Taylor. That guy's a band-aid. Yeah, but it sounds that like means you're still sticking it with Daniel Jones as your future. But to me, it feels like you're trying to like kill two birds at one stone and with one stone, which is find the the guy who can start and win for you right now. Yes, but then also find the future yes. to replace Daniel. Jones. What the hell's wrong with that? It's I, I that think, sounds like the perfect scenario. You're welcome. <laughs> I, <laughs> What's the problem? 
A guy who helps you today and helps you in the future? Hello? Yeah, but you don't know if he's going to help you today. Because what if he's not good enough? But Tiki, uh, you, you don't know if the kid you draft's going to help you. But at least I have five years. Oh, my God. It's about or the four. clock. It is. Matt's in Baltimore. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, guys? I just had a quick thing to say about the Fields thing, which I think is very paramount, which I was going to ask uh, you, Evan, is yeah. would you pick up Justin Fields' fifth-year option? Uh... If I make that trade, you got to do it now. If I make that trade, probably not. And my reasoning would be, go prove it, kid. And if he proves oh. it, I'll figure it out long term. Whether it's using the tag or making a long term deal, like I did with Daniel Jones. Right. I, I probably okay, okay. lean I, towards no. Okay. So I, I just have two quick points on that. So go. if you don't pick up the option, you now are going to have Fields. However well he does in New York, you would have to pay him with the current market. And if he makes the playoffs. He could say that, hey, I'm like Justin Herbert. I could should get fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think what I think what the Giants should do is sign Russell Wilson Ooh. on the veteran minimum deal that I've heard that he could be willing to take. Yeah. Then you could draft the quarterback, and you have an option that is definitively better than Daniel Jones, in my opinion. But then you can have that with a very low cost but very high upside. That's all. That's what I would. Do. All right. Yeah, what I do mean, you think of that, Tiki? Because nice. Russell will sign for the veterans minimum, considering all the money that'll be coming his way via Denver. Right. He's already. He's. He's. By the way, and he's made a ton of money as it is already. So you don't have to. Money is not his issue. I think his career earnings are almost two hundred million dollars. Right. Actually, they're almost three hundred million at this point. You want Russell Wilson in New York? I. <laughs> <sighs> uh, that'd be fun. These last two seasons yeah. have given me a lot. Actually, last three. Because you count the two in Denver and then his last one in Seattle. They give you pause about what his motivations are and how committed he is to being great, right? Because he couldn't learn what Nate wanted him to do. That's neither here nor there. He couldn't learn what Sean wanted him to do. That's pretty significant considering Sean's a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, and then his last year in Denver or in Seattle, he bristled with Pete Carroll because he wanted to be the man so he could win an MVP. So there's just like all these non X's and O things that, that bother me a little bit about him. Yeah, I'll give you the reason my answer is no. And the X's and O's are fine. Right. It's the age. It's the fact that what I'd be looking for if I'm the New York Giants is I want the quarterback. You kind of nailed it, which funny is that like you were using it against me. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I want someone that can help me today because in the NFL, why can't you win? Like the NFC, I know the NFC East is tough, but the Eagles seem to be in disarray. Mm-hmm. Who knows about Dallas? Like the NFC feels more open than the AFC is. Oh, that's right. So you think I, of the South, Tampa, yeah. Carolina. So I always want to give my chance. I wa- always want to give my team a chance to win. I always want to dream big. And if I'm a Giant fan, I'm not conceding 2024. I, I just I would never think that way. So number one, I want to win now, but I also want to set myself up for the future. The appeal of Justin Fields is exactly that. Mm-hmm. He comes in. He's 25 years old. He can help me today. He's gotten better every single year. And maybe that's my long-term answer. Russell Wilson is going to be 36 in the middle of next season. 36. Yeah. And granted, I have a quarterback that's 40. And granted, you could play the position late in your career. I don't think the Giants are necessarily set up to say, go get me the 36-year-old that's going to end Daniel Jones' time here, and I'll take my chances. So ask yourself this. What the hell's the point of Russell Wilson? Just being a veteran stopgap for a year? Well, it's because it's cheap. Because he's had success. Super Bowl champion, obviously. Trade-off isn't worth it. I I think you're right. It's not. To me, it's not. It's definitely not. And, I mean, 
I, I like Russ. I like what Russ potentially brings, but what he actually has brought the last three years hasn't been Russ. I, I don't wanna, want. I don't want any. I don't want anything. I don't want to get anywhere near that. And I want to find if I'm the Giants, my long term answer, because mm-hmm. I think most Giant fans deep down know their long term well, answer isn't Daniel Jones. Well, so they need to find that guy. I mean, it, it could be Daniel Jones. Oh, here we go. Could but be. But most be people don't think. I agree. I'm agreeing with you. It could be Daniel Jones, but I think a lot of people are thinking it's not. Here's the ultimate. The question. Giants are committed to it because they paid him at least for another year, and so it's in their it's in their best interest to just let them try. Here's the ultimate answer. This will determine if you believe in Daniel Jones or not. This is my new test. I like to incorporate soccer into the show because huh? everybody loves soccer. Of course. When's the World Cup coming to the United States Liverpool, of America? Liverpool won the Caribou Cup. No, good for them. Thank you. When's the World Cup coming to the USA? 2026. 2026. Is that the correct answer? Yes, okay. that is. That is in the summer uh, of 2026. Yeah, June. June. Okay. In June of 2026. Unlike the last World Cup, which had to move to December because of the weather in Qatar. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. In June of 2026, <laughs> assuming we're all sitting here, all right? Lugie doesn't want to be sitting here. He wants another job where he's on the air a lot more, and I don't, I don't blame him for that. <laughs> so assuming the three of us are sitting here, uh-huh. and we're all hanging out, and we're breaking down the Mets' huge June, and then we're talking <laughs> soccer as we get set, Rangers three-peat. The oh, Rangers yeah. three-peat. The Brooklyn Nets miraculously won an NBA title. By we the can't way, believe it. Those back-to-backs for the Rangers and the Devils, nonsense. More on that later. Oh, no, <laughs> Come on. He's right. He's exactly. As we're breaking all this stuff down, and then I look at you, Teak, and I say, all right, we also got the football season in a month, baby. <laughs> Are you going to utter the name Daniel Jones? Is he going to be on the Giant roster? Like, when we're getting set for the 2026 season, are we going to be talking about Daniel Jones because he's the giant quarterback? Yes. Or are we not? Yes. You saying yes? Yes. I am saying that you're going to be you're, you're like, I can't believe we wanted to move on from this this kid. He's 28 now. Wow. Or 20, I'm getting ready to be 29. Okay. And he's got it. And he's figured it out. And the team around him has gotten better. They have Roma Dunze to go with Wondell Robinson and Jalen Hyatt. Whoever the running back is, is blistering the world. The offensive line's got stabilized with Evan Neal now at right guard and, and, and other draft picks defensively dominating. The Giants are competing for an NFC championship. All right. <laughs> and potentially a Super Bowl run. Why are you laughing at the end? You found this funny now? I just see, I'm feeling joy. As I, I'm I, saying it, I'm feeling joy. I commend I'm you. I'm like crafting it as I'm speaking, and it feels joyous in my coming out of my mouth. And I know Giants fans <laughs> feel the exact same way. Uh. Giant fans are laughing at you. You're <laughs> no, doing what I'm they're doing. Smiling with me. No, they're not. It's, it's, it's a laugh of joy. Like, look at this. And the Jets still haven't won anything. Whoa, 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 whoa! Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> that's why we're smiling and laughing. Oh, that's why. Because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is lacing him up at 43, and you're all cracking up. Sean. Okay. What's your honest answer? Because you my, know the answer. My honest answer is we are talking about Daniel Jones. Because he's the quarterback of the Jets and replacing. <laughs> By the way, that's on the table. <laughs> I think the giant conversation. Can you imagine if that was a conversation in twenty twenty six. Daniel Jones leading the New York Jets to the playoffs in twenty twenty six on the table. We'd be yeah. pissed off. No, and our debate is going to be who's the best quarterback of football. Is it still Mahomes? Is it Jaden Daniels with the Giants, or is it C.J. Stroud with the Texans? Oh. All right. So the answer to your question, or the answer to my question, is he's not on the team in three years, and you know it. That's the bottom line. Really, I, two I don't years. Know that. I want to stress this though. I am partially with Tiki. I think he's not on the team because, again, unfortunately, I think it's all health-related with him. 
Well, but look, that's been my point about him. Like, I'm not sitting here ripping him as some bad football player. Mm -hmm. I'm pointing out that he's been in the league for half a decade, and he now has a track record of not staying healthy. Now, I don't think the Giants are going to do what I'm suggesting today, which is getting aggressive and creative and trading for Justin Fields, but I do think they're going to draft a quarterback. And I do think that when we're sitting here in June of 2026, we're talking about someone else manning that position, not named Daniel Jones. Let's go to Anthony in Staten Island. How you doing, Anthony? What's up, guys? What's Thanks up, man? For taking the call. Listen, before I get to my Giants point, because I'm heated just listening to this, right? I'm a diehard Giants fan. Before I get to that, yeah, I was one of the people who voted no on the poll. Evan, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you have, uh, Tiki, you cannot let him out of this bet <laughs> because it's a means to an end, right? So these, everybody wants to see your beard down to your chest, to your belly button, right? right? So now, yeah, you're getting out of it. You're like, okay, yeah, I'll dye my beard a different color. Who cares? We want to see it down to your knees. <laughs> We don't care if you if you show up uh, but, open and looking on, like Anthony. Anthony, the only problem is I'm 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 starting to worry that it's not going to get that long because it's uh, it's I, starting to like curl under a little bit. Yeah, I've got yeah, weird I, beard hair. I, I, I mean, you know what I mean? I see. It doesn't like come down farther. I, I, by this point, it's been like six months. Yeah, I'm yeah. worried too for you, Anthony, because I don't know where this is going. Like, <laughs> if, I, I'm not touching it. I'm not like pruning it or anything like that, but yeah, I just it's like growing wonder. inward now. It's right. weird. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. So, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'll get behind you guys with whatever you decide, right. but Thanks. listen, as far as the Giants, guys, I'm a diehard Giants fan. I called you guys 20, 30 times about the state of this team, yeah. all right? And and listening to callers call up, and you just touched on it, about, about trading for Russell Wilson, or I mean, signing Russell Wilson, or trading for Justin Fields, with this state of this franchise, it's like putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're going to sign Russell Wilson, like you just said, you just touched on, he's 36. Justin Fields has not proven anything. I'm sorry. I, I don't see an answer in that. Listen, don't get me wrong. Daniel Jones, I think, is one of the worst contracts the Giants have ever given. It's definitely top five off one year where, yes, we did win a playoff game. you got to give credit where credit's due. But the guy can't stay healthy. He can't win. You know, he can't win on a consistent basis. And it's not – my biggest thing, guys, is it's not Dable and Shane's draft pick. So you got to move on from this guy. Admit that you, you, you signed a terrible contract. Let Shane and Dable draft their guy. Let Jones do whatever you want with him. I don't know what makes sense right. financially. But sign your – draft your guy – develop them, and that'll be the true test of Dave well, and Shane. If they can't do that, then, then we well, got a bigger it, problem here. I think you are on to something. Look, the deal that they gave to Daniel Jones, people get on, up in arms about it, but it's exactly what he deserved. It was a middle-of-the-road deal. He was 13th out of out of whatever it is, 31, 33 quarterbacks, uh, or 32 starting quarterbacks. He was 13th. It was very middle of the road, that contract. It wasn't 50-plus million. It was $40 million a year, and there was an out after two years. So it was $80 million of guaranteed con- guaranteed money. But when Andy was just talking about it, he's right. D- Dave's and, 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 and Joe Shane haven't like drafted or acquired their guy yet. Mm. They haven't done it. And so if this is the year or next year, but it's probably this year because there's more viable quarterback options, next year is a little bit leaner. Um, if this is the year that they're going to go get a quarterback, it'll they should draft a guy. Now, it leaves them exposed because there's so many other holes that they have. But with the cap going up, maybe free agency helps you, right? It's $255 million now. Maybe you can go get the gap fillers and line and linebacker and corner and everything else and draft a wide receiver in the second round because they're so deep. But eventually they do have to draft a quarterback. 
I just don't know when that's going to be. We'll get back to your calls coming up, plus some baseball, including how excited are Yankee fans about getting to watch Juan Soto in a Yankee uniform. Plus, my biggest issue with these new MLB uniforms and plenty more of your football calls at 877-337-6666. We're getting back to the football in a little bit, but I don't know about you guys. Spring training makes me so happy. I sat there on Saturday. I watched nine inning of Met baseball. I sat there on Sunday. I watched nine more innings of Met baseball. I watched some Yankee baseball. I can't get enough of spring training. So I ask you as Yankee fans, I'll start with you, Tiki. Mm-hmm. What were you doing when Juan Soto hit that home run on Sunday? Uh, I, I don't know. I was somewhere, and I got an alert. <laughs> you, you weren't watching? I was not watching it. Sean, what were you doing when Juan Soto not watching hit it. his home run? I was heating up popcorn as I settled in for Rangers Flyers. <laughs> so you didn't see it? Nope, saw so, so one sort of walk the at-bat earlier, oh, saw it on social media. You know, this is why one of my favorite people <laughs> out there is this guy, Joe's McFly, who did a show with me last year, and you could follow him on social media, at Joe's McFly. He's a Yankee That's video Z, blogger. Way. J-O-E-Z. What was that? J-O-E-Z. J-O-E-Z. He watches every Yankee game, including spring training, and reacts to it. His reaction to the Juan Soto home run is what I thought Sean was going to tell me today, what Tiki was going to tell me you today. You knew I wasn't going to be doing I'm that. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Come on. Here is the reaction <laughs> of a spring training home run from Juan Soto, courtesy of my man, Joe's McFly. I'm down for like a Soto, like double or. What's up, Going oppo with a solitaire? That's right. Nah, son. <laughs> That's how you react to a home run. And joining us right now, one of the great Yankee fans out there, my man Joe's McFly. Joe's, how you feeling three days into spring training? Uh, I'm feeling great, man. I, I, I realize how much I miss baseball when spring training starts. I was actually upset on Saturday when I wasn't able to watch the game. I know. You guys got screwed. The Yankees game wasn't on TV. The Mets were on TV. Uh-huh. But then Sunday, you got to see your guy. Now, I got to ask yep. you a question. Because these yep. buffoons, Tiki and Sean and Lugie, they're not paying attention. Stop it. When Juan Soto fell on his ass in the first <laughs> inning, did you not have visions of Aaron Rodgers? I want you to be honest with me and thought, oh, my God, he's done one mm-hmm. at-bat in the spring training. No, but when he went down, I, I had some pause. I, I was like, wait, wait, what's going on? Um, but it's fine. It's fine. I, you know, he's good. He's an athlete. He plays every day. So I'm here for that. Um, to be honest, I was actually more hyped for the 2-2 pitch, the 2-2 non-strikeout that he took. It was like a curveball <laughs> that he took that I know that, like, almost every other Yankee would have struck out, except for Judge, maybe, would have struck out on last year. But it was – um Nice to see him in the lineup. Nice to see him in the pinstripe. So too. you're so you're appreciating his lack of not swinging at pitches outside of the zone. Yeah, because he does time. it all day, all oh, day. Yeah. I watched the yeah. at bat earlier, and I was like, dude, is he going to take his bat off his shoulder? He's dancing with what the are balls. You, what are you complaining now? No, he's just dancing with the balls. I'm like, what's going on? And he gets <laughs> a, he gets a backwards me, K but... because he doesn't. He thinks it's low. And by the way, it was a ball in the first inning, yeah. but whatever. So yeah. I mean, is that going to frustrate you at any point? No, 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 no. Actually, I get really hyped for like like good walks. <laughs> strikeouts, <laughs> strikeouts piss me off, man. They really do, especially if you're swinging out of the zone. And the fact that he controls the zone like that, and he's like nodding, I feel like he's like me versus the pitcher, and it's like, yeah, that's, I love that. It's uh, like a rivalry there. All right, so the, you. my biggest question: 
there's actually a Yankee game on right now. How yeah, did Evan convince you to come on right now? Well, Yankees are up nine to two. Uh, <laughs> so, if it was tied, he wouldn't be on. Right <laughs> My man Vivas hit a three-run homer, uh, so then that was good. Good for him. So runs on the board. So. All right. So the only thing that I've noticed in this game, this the spring training game that we have on right now, it's on Yes Network, is that Giancarlo Stan really looks lean. Really looks lean. Very. And his and his launch angle is still the same. And these, I'm, I'm not joking. These balls that were out of the stadium a year ago, because good contact, are landing at the warning track or about ten feet short of the warning track. I mean, this no, is. I, I think he was going to say that. I, I'm worried. Um, I'm worried about Stanton. My God. It, how many strikeouts did he have today? Exactly. He didn't strike out one time. <laughs> okay. I, I don't okay. get why he's so negative. Because now one strikeout. The muscles are gone. Right, no strikeouts today. The yes, muscles are contact. gone. I'm good. Unbelievable. Now, let me ask you this, because I'm a geek like you, all right? I love me some spring training baseball. It takes me a few days, and then I'm bored with it. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you going to be into every Soto Stanton at bat throughout the entire spring, or does there come a moment where you're like, all right, I'm over this. Get me to opening day. There is a moment. I'm still going to see it, and then it gets to, it, you know, and it happens, probably happens for you too, Evan. Like, it gets to a point in spring where you are, like, okay seeing the kids because you're not going to see them anymore. Yes. Um, probably, you know, after the seventh inning, you kind of look forward to seeing their at-bats because the pitchers are better and they're more honed in. So I want to see how those kids are after the cut. But, I I mean, I'm still going to be locked in and watching them. I don't know. It, there will be a point where I say, okay, like, get me to the Bronx or get us to Houston, actually. Yes. Get us to Houston. That's right. Uh, so that we can face the Astros. All right. Well, Joe's, I enjoy when you get very excited. I also enjoy when you get pissed off. Some may say I enjoy yeah. it more when you get pissed off, and I'll be <laughs> listening, and I appreciate you popping on, my man. Thank you, Joe's. No problem. No overreactions this year out of me, all right? No yeah. overreactions. I want, None. I want to see an epic reaction to a Soto walk. <laughs> you don't get it. I don't script them. It just happens. It might happen where it's like a walk. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All right. Be good, Joe's. The great Joe's McFly. He's one of the. When I watch sports, sometimes I have companion things, like things mm-hmm. I like to do while I watch sports. And checking in on Joe's McFly after the Yankees have a brutal <laughs> loss or a great win is one of my companion things to do. Because he'll also freak out and just mother bleep everybody, which I very much enjoy. And he's right about one thing. Like, I love it. I love watching young prospects. Like, Jet Williams got into the game on Sunday for the Mets, and I was very excited. And he stole the base. And I was like, damn it, it's Ricky Henderson. Spencer Jones is five for five. Now, all of a sudden, he's the greatest slugger in the history of baseball. Now, what does it mean? It it doesn't mean much. Spring training doesn't mean a damn thing. But it is exciting seeing the young players. Now, can I bitch about something? Yes. Because I watch spring training, I'm going to tell you something that is really, really bothering me that may bother you guys when you get to opening day. It will not bother Sean. It may not bother you, Tiki. And I'll tell you why you're excluded from this, Sean. It won't bother you. So, obviously, there's these new jerseys. And everyone's talking about how you can see uh, genitalia. Give me the meat. I want the meat. It's a cup. Oh, a cup. Baseball players wear a cup. Basically, it look like they're packing, but it's just a cup. (laughs) But it's (laughs) see-through. So, people are making assumptions that it's not just a cup. So, I'm watching Saturday and Sunday. And what they decided to do is they decided to take the names on the back of the jersey. This is why Sean's not going to have an issue. And they shrunk it. (laughs) They shrunk it. I've got amazing eyesight, ladies and gentlemen. I don't brag about much, but, man, I'm like 80-20 vision. All right, I got some of the great vision ever recorded. And I'm squinting at the TV saying, what the hell is that? 
What does that say? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, why, why would they do that? Mm. Why would they shrink the name on the back of the jersey? Now, obviously, if you're a Yankee fan, you're probably chuckling right now because you don't have your dopey names yeah, on the back of the jersey. It's not about the name on the back. It's about the name on the front. That's right. Except for when they sell them at the Yankee team store, and it's all ones. With That's right. <laughs> but, dude, I'm watching this game, and I'm like, I'm squinting to see the names. And I'm, we're watching this one now, the Minnesota Twins here. I, it's It's red. So you really can't see. You can't see, but have you noticed that it's so much smaller? Well, of course, it's red on blue. So if your eyesight is anywhere short of eighty twenty, you can't read. It. You can't see it. Like that's everybody... also a problem. It should never be dark on dark. <laughs> no, it just doesn't make no, any that, sense. That's a different story, and I agree with you. And, and but not why, outlined. But why yeah. would they shrink the names on the back of the jersey? Most people, when they go to the ballpark or they're watching on TV, they may not know every single player, and they're trying to read the back name. And so these brainiacs at Fanatics, forget the balls that you can see. Who cares about that? That's because you're looking for something. Let's be honest. Anyone complaining about the see-through stuff? Like, well, uh, that's <laughs> Evan, on you. Evan, you about on the it. jumbo package. Maybe that is the plan by the MLB Players Association Fanatics. Within five years, we'll be identifying players by what their balls look like. <laughs> what I do with my meat. <laughs> Maybe that's the plan. But that bothered me. That annoyed me greatly. But I hope everybody enjoyed spring training baseball. I'm already at the point where I'm done with it. Hmm. We asked Joe's, uh, Joe's uh, when he'll be done with it. I'm already done. I got my weekend. two games. A weekend. <laughs> well, here's a thought, Evan. I'm not done with it. I've enjoyed the couple innings I've gotten to watch this weekend. Maybe don't score every spring training game. You're right. done with it already. Yeah, it's exhausting when you got to change your lineup every three innings. Don't tell me not to score again. Well, why can't I score? Because when you score a, a, a spring training game, yeah. you're changing the lineup. How okay. is that? Like, I and, need to see this book. Like, how, how nuts is it? And it's got to hurt your head. It becomes tedious. You're the one declaring of all the baseball players you're done with spring training. I'm not. I, I've loved checking in on today. You didn't even watch done. Juan Soto hit his home run okay. on Sunday. I watched him walk and thought to myself, people are going to complain about this. Yeah, don't and put I, that in your head. I shifted and I had bigger fish to fry on the ice. But spring training is about a casual watch and enjoys. And one more question. Do you think the birds up north know spring training has started? Because I didn't hear a single bird chirping until I woke up Saturday morning with the Mets on. <laughs> it was like they came and told the spring is here. It was very weird. It was strange. This weekend felt like spring for the first time, and it wasn't even that warm. Now, we're about to get warm temperatures. Yeah. We're supposed to get like 50s basically every day. Yeah, and then next week it's 60-something, 60 66. Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. Dude, that's great. Sign, I'd sign for that on opening day right now, mm-hmm. which is still a month away. The Mets are opening up, obviously, at home. The Yankees are in Houston again the Astros, but there is something nice and refreshing about seeing baseball on TV, but I want to remind everybody something, something very, very important. It's a public service announcement. Everything you're watching doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, seriously. I know we're excited to see young players, but Jet Williams stealing a base doesn't mean he's Ricky Henderson. Spencer Jones going five for his first five doesn't mean he's Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> what? Are you ang me on Spencer Jones? Because you can't tell me that doesn't mean anything. 30% strikeout rate in single A. Get back to me, Okay. Bro. Get all back to me, bro. All I'm saying is you're doesn't right. Mean he can't, doesn't mean he can't be great. But, we but 30% as, strikeout rate in single A. I don't want to hear about a home run in spring training. We as non-nerd sports fans yeah. that only have had to read about Spencer Jones now getting our eyes on him, here's where it does matter. Go ahead. Public backlash if we dare try to trade him this year. Uh, I understand. How many people do you think are really watching these games, though? Mm. 500? I would say anybody over the age of 58 that's a Yankee fan did miss an inning. <laughs> that's, a fair, that's a definitely a fair point. Ah, it's good to have baseball back. Let's get back to your calls. Talk a lot of football so far. The Combine begins this week, and also beginning this week is a brand-new segment on this show. You already know about what does Tiki know about Tiki or how much does Tiki know about Tiki. <laughs> this week we will feature the Combine edition uh-huh. of how much does Tiki know about Tiki. 
I've got all your combine stats and sprinkled out throughout the show today and throughout this week. We'll even challenge you with a little bit. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Probably not a lot, except for my 40. We'll say, all right, challenge accepted. In fact, we'll give you that first edition coming up in the next 10 minutes. But right now, Lee is on Long Island. How you doing, Lee? Hey, gentlemen, how you doing? We're good, man. What's up? Okay, so I just wanted to uh, touch base with you guys because this is a call for uh, Evan and Tiki. It's also for Sean because um, Justin Fields really makes no sense for any team in New York whatsoever. <laughs> uh, first off, really quick to touch on what he said, that he thought it would be perfect for the Jets. There are three quick reasons why it wouldn't be. First of all, Aaron Rodgers would never allow it, and he's in charge. Number two, <laughs> Joe Douglas would have to admit that he screwed up in the 2020 draft and took Zach Wilson instead of Justin Fields, uh, which he's already admitted the mistake. Great point. But he can't compound admitting that mistake. Right, and bringing in Justin Fields and getting rid of <laughs> Justin. Bring in yeah. the quarterback that you passed on. Right. I mean, the next GM of the Jets can do that next year. And the third reason why it makes absolutely no sense <clears throat> is because of Nathaniel Hackett. He would not know what to do with Justin Fields. He would probably line him up at pump returner. He would have no <laughs> idea what's going on. So I love until that you have an offensive coordinator that gets his head out of his rear end, oh, he's stop. never coming to you. Stop. So, oh. oh, this blasphemy. Everything he said. Now, I want to make something clear. I like Justin Fields. I'm high on Justin Fields. In a perfect world, Justin Fields could be the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So... I would make it work in the right circumstances. These circumstances are not right, and it's mostly money-related. Now, let me get to everything he said. I I think I disagree with everything he said. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. What makes you assume that Aaron Rodgers would say no to Justin Fields? What is that based on? Because he played for the Bears? Like, that's not based on any reality. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers actually likes young quarterbacks. Like, he likes to think of himself as a mentor for some of these young guys. And I think he realizes he's not going to be the quarterback forever. So yeah. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would be anti-mentoring a young player. Yeah. That's number one. Even though so, he was anti-mentoring Jordan Love. Completely and, different. But that was different because Jordan Love was ostensibly trying to take his spot. Well, also, After he won an MVP. Here's or the, no, after, no, he did win the MVP. He won the MVP, but here's the difference. There's a huge difference to that. A, he was blindsided. Okay, B, had no idea they were going to trade up and draft a quarterback in the first round. And B, in Aaron Rodgers' mind, he was playing like five more years at that point. Right. Right now, Aaron Rodgers at 40 coming off an Achilles understands where he is in his career. So the idea that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't allow it is absolute hogwash. That's number one. I throw it out. Number two, the Joe Douglas stuff. Hmm. You may be right that Joe Douglas wouldn't do that because of it making him look bad. That's still a horrible reason. That's a horrible, horrible reason to say, I'm not going to bring that guy in because I drafted someone else right before him. Well, hold on. That's ridiculous. Let's talk about it, though. So if if Joe Douglas says, and he realizes this was a mistake, but now I have a chance to correct it, and he's not going to have to play right away, he can learn just like Zach was supposed to, but he can learn under Aaron Rodgers, and in two years or so, He's going to be my starting quarterback at 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. And if he's great, then I've corrected the must I've corrected that draft pick. Right. Like there's no other way to correct it. So Otherwise, it's lost in history. I agree. Like doubling down on a mistake, which they did last year, makes no sense. So I disagree with that. Now, what was the last one? Nate Hackett. Nate look, Hackett. Here's the way I look at Nate Hackett. All right. And if you take offense to this, I'm sorry. Nate Hackett is here because of his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. 
I don't think Nate Hackett is the long-term answer as OC. So I think bringing in Justin Fields wouldn't necessarily be, how does he fit in Nate's system? It'd be more, let Mm. me get him into the room. He gets to work with Aaron Rodgers and eventually take over. Now, with all that said, it doesn't make sense from a financial standpoint, from a contract standpoint. That's why it doesn't work for the Jets. But all those reasons our last caller gave, I basically vehemently disagree with all of them. There's not one thing I agree right. with in that. Yeah, and especially, I mean, look, Nate has a specific way of coaching, and you better know what he's trying to get, and Aaron does. And he was trying to teach it to Zach. It was just too accelerated, and Zach couldn't pick it up. Zach was was gun-shy. Zach. And so Zach's going to be gone, and it sounds like maybe somebody wants to trade for him. Great. Which is fantastic, so you can get rid of him without any... Uh, Without any negative fanfare, just disappears. Goodbye, L.A., no, I don't care. Exactly. And I'm not worried about him being a star. I'm not. No. That's not going to keep me up at night. No. Because bottom line is it didn't work here. It was never going to work here. Right. Dino in South Plainfield. What's going on, Dino? Hey, guys. How you doing, man? What's up, Dino? Good. Uh, so, Tiki, as the football guy next year, like, I'm, I'm a long-time Bears fan. I don't want to trade Justin Fields. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why they can't just Dino, Dino, the only, I mean, only reason that they are thinking about it is because they have the number one overall pick. And when you have that rare opportunity to get the number one overall pick, unless you suck for so many years, you just always have it, but that's not the Bears. They don't, they're don't. they not that bad that often. That You have to think at least about going to get the best player in the draft. You know what I mean? Correct. And this year, that best player happens to be a quarterback. And so... Well, I understand that, but a lot of the reasons I've heard is because they just want to reset the quarterback clock. I mean, is that a... Enough reasons well, to get rid of Justin Fields. No, no, you know, you know why it's not six Dino. To seven players back. Dino, you know him? why it's not because there was a moment, and I remember railing about this when I was doing the national show with BT. I hated the fact that there was no tier below next next highest paid quarterback tier, and it was whoever came up got the next highest deal, even if that person or player quarterback wasn't deserving of it. But over the last couple of years, you started to see like these good. But not great quarterbacks take deals that they just des- that they earned, right? They're deserving deals. They're not breaking the bank. They're not getting fifty plus million. You know, some guys are signing for twenty five million dollars a year. Daniel Jones was forty. That sounds like a lot, but it's fifty. It's sixteen million dollars short per year of what the top is getting. It used to not be that way. So if, Ju- if Justin Fields should stay in in Chicago. Go one more year. They're not going to. They're not going to pick up the fifth year option. So he'll be available for free agency. They'll likely work out a deal that's not top end. It'll be exactly what he deserves, just like what Daniel Jones got. So don't be worried about the number if he should have a good season next year because it's going to. He's going to get what he deserves. I think that's the one good thing about the quarterback position in the NFL. You get paid what you deserve as opposed to. I'm I'm a starting quarterback, and I started all year. Therefore, I need to be the next highest paid quarterback in the NFL. You know what I'd be worried about? I'd be worried as a Bear fan moving on from Justin Fields because I'm in a really, really tough spot. Hmm. I've got a kid who over three years has gotten a little bit better right. every single year, and he's 25 years old. Yep. So I've got a guy who's progressing, something I didn't see from any of my other quarterbacks, speaking as a Jet fan. So I got a guy who's only in his third year, or has completed three years, and he's gotten better and better and better. But now, because of some great foresight, I have the number one overall pick. (laughs) And I know that I will regret passing on a quarterback. I will regret trading that pick out if Justin Fields doesn't become the guy I'm now hopeful he can be. So 
Then my other option is, oh, just take a quarterback and get rid of Justin Fields. Well, what if that development I've seen for the last three years continues? Yeah. And what if Justin Fields turns out to be better than whoever, whoever I take? Right. Like, right. that would be such a regret if I'm a Bear fan. Yeah, That's not a great spot. It's it, a great spot to be in, but it's not a great yeah. spot to be in, if you know what I mean. I don't think resetting the quarterback t- clock for for resetting sake is worth it. Because that's what this field... That's no, no, no. you got to like. do it if you think this guy is the franchise quarterback. Right, but but I'm saying with 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 Caleb um, um, at, sitting at the top and Justin Fields as the two options, you can either stick with Justin Fields or reset it and then try again with Caleb or whoever you get with Dre Mayer, who does, doesn't matter. Jaden Daniels, doesn't matter. But re, you either stick with Justin Fields, his clock is accelerated, so you got to pay him a little bit more, or you reset it just to restart the clock. The reset it to restart the clock thing doesn't make sense to me. So the combine begins this week. Let us bring back what does Tiki know about Tiki? How combine. much does Tiki know about Tiki? What is it called? How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Yes. That's right. Combine yeah. edition. Maybe, combine edition. Maybe know your own bit title. Huh? <laughs> I've only done it 500 times and I still forgot it. Already. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? Ah, you're getting very cocky about this 40-yard dash. Yes. What was your time? Four, five, six. He nailed it. Wow. All how right. much does Tiki know about Money. Tiki? Let's see how good you are. Let's further this. By the way, that was just that was a bad combine time. Just for just for reference. Yeah, four five six eight even though that isn't that but good. But in my pro day at UVA, I ran four three eight. You want me to explain it for you? Well, I'll tell you this. We're not doing what is Tiki know about Tiki Pro Day edition. <laughs> so that information's interesting, no, 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 but no, not no, relevant. I was talking about the combine. Yeah, go ahead. So you get what to happened? the combine. You ate too much. So I had a lot of hamstring injuries in college. Mm-hmm. And so one of the first things I got asked to do was take this this Cybex test. So they strap your 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 ankle into this machine. It's like a a leg extension machine. You've ever seen those? So like so you sit in a leg extension machine. They strap your ankle to it. So and it's pull and push. So you push, it measures your it's the power in your quad. You pull, it measures the power in your hamstring. Right. And you just have to do it over and over again. Like it's called called a Cybex test. And so I had to do this for like I don't know twenty minutes. And I'm trying to like show that my my hamstrings and my quads are balanced. Mm. And so I'm pulling really hard on my hamstrings and kind of going okay on my quads, pulling really hard on my hamstrings. I was so dead the next day you when tired I tired yourself out trying to pass <laughs> this stupid Cybex test. Uh, For whatever reason, it didn't matter. Wait, so what did you do at the pro day? You got a 4-3, you said? Ran a 4-3-8. 4-3-8. Yeah. If Sean ran a 40-yard dash right now, how many seconds would it be? 5-2. 5-2? Yep. The last time I ran it, it was 6-6. Six, six. Oh! <laughs> Not even close. Oh, wow. What would I run? Uh, eight, three. Yeah, I was going to say. If you ran a 6-6, six, six, yeah. I would say I'm breaking an 8. I think that was during the pandemic, too. Mm. Unofficial time. Yeah. I mm. may do that tomorrow morning. I may run a 40. Just to see how I do. You should both do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> definitely Sean. beat him. Uh, and if I win, I get to cut my beard off. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Combine edition. I'm, I'm, I'm quick, not fast. There's a difference. <laughs> I tell you this, you'd have nothing to worry about. I am so freaking slow. That I am confident. I said on Friday that everybody at WFN could beat me up. Somehow that got misconstrued in the morning to I could beat everyone up. Even though, even though it was clear. What? It's the op. Yeah. For a few minutes, Boomer and Geo were like, yeah, Evan said he could beat everyone up at WFAN. Meanwhile, the whole thing was how yes. I can't beat anybody up at WFAN. <laughs> but I am confident in this. Not only can I not beat anyone up at WFAN, mm-hmm. I will lose in a race. A 40-yard dash to every single person at WFAN 
with the exception, there's an exception, of two off-air people, mm-hmm. Eddie Scazzeri and Dove Kramer. Oh. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Al Dukes, Geo, Boomer, BT, Sal, Keith, Big Mac, you name it. Loogie, Sean. So the only two people I couldn't beat, no offense, are on the plump yeah. and older side. One guy what? had a heart attack. The other guy needs insulin every 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what about Spike? No. I couldn't beat him he in just a race had, He just had a hip replacement. He'd still kick my ass. <laughs> oh, trust me. I factored in the hip replacement. All right, one more question. Let's see if Tiki knows this about Tiki. Okay. You ready? Yep. You ready? I How am. much does Tiki know about Tiki? Combine edition. Miles per hour in the 40-yard dash. Miles per hour. Yeah, I got the MPH, the miles per hour in Tiki's 40-yard dash. I am going to say, let's see, 10 miles, 10 minutes. Doing math. No, I'm just calculating my treadmill. <laughs> How much does Tiki know about Tiki? I'm going to say 10 and a half. It's not even close. <laughs> what is it? 17.94 oh, miles wow. per hour. <laughs> wow, the cheetah. <laughs> Seriously. See, I'd love to see that, too. Like, what's the fastest miles per hour? It's got to be, like, We could get if we were running. You mean us or, like, no, act, no, actual, like, a elite athlete? No, us. I tried it once because in my neighborhood they set up a miles per hour kind of meter to try to slow people down. It's no way. Right and now. so one day I tried to run it, uh-huh. and it wouldn't register. No way. Exactly. No way. <laughs> By the way, I've done the same, so I knew there was no way. Oh, you knew it doesn't register. By the yeah. way, I should have known that. I should have because I have one in around going out to Hanover Road running. And I run by it every day. And it never registers? It does register. Oh, it, you show off. It wow. does. And it's it's like 15 or 16 miles per hour. Really? So I should have known that. I should wow. have known that. I feel horrible <laughs> about myself now. Yeah, so what, what's the minimum where it doesn't register? Like uh, Probably like 10, under 10. Oh, man. That's freaking depressing. So every time I go by it, I start sprinting because I want to see. I'm <laughs> we serious. Can't, like, we can't do it. <laughs> Show to me and Evan. I know. <laughs> and we can't pull it off. Uh, we'll get back to your calls in a minute. 877-337-6. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 